Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. This is Cargo Masterminds from Stat Media Group. It's Monday and it's time to catch up with our new Cargo Mastermind. Hello and welcome to Cargo Masterminds. My name is Reggie John. Like every other airports in the world, Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport or DFW International Airport also had to deal with the severe impact of the COVID pandemic causing significant reduction in cargo throughput. The impact was even more for DFW International Airport as it was a home base for American Airlines, which contributes a major portion to the total cargo throughput of the airport. As the world slowly and steadily learns to leave with the pandemic and trade and commerce, return to the pre-pandemic levels, there is a noticeable rate of growth in cargo volume handled at this airport. At the same time, DFW Airport, which handled close to a million tons of cargo in 2019, 971,660 tons to be precise, is reading the signs of the times and making serious investments into cargo facilities and new infrastructure to attract and process more cargo in the future, turning itself into a key gateway airport, both for the US bound cargo and for the intercontinental cargo flows. To discuss how DFW Airport managed the COVID pandemic and how it is building the cargo capabilities for the future, I'm joined by John Ackerman, Executive Vice President, Global Strategy and Development at DFW Airport. John. Welcome to Cargo Masterminds. Great to connect with you after such a long time. Thank you so much. It's, it's an honor to be here, and, and it's an honor to be here really representing the DFW Cargo team and the DFW Cargo community, all of our partners here uh, here in Texas. Thank you. It's great, great to see you again. John, how serious was the impact of the COVID pandemic on cargo throughput at DFW, most of part of uh, 2020 and even in early months of 2021? It's a, it's a great question. You know, the short answer is, you know, we, we suffered, you know, like the rest of the industry. Uh, we had, a, you know, a pretty significant downturn uh, early in the pandemic. And it was interesting. There was, a, you know, an uptick, obviously, in moving things like PPE uh, and, other, and other supplies directly related to the pandemic. Uh, but then, you know, kind of massive structural shifts and non-PPE. So it was, it was definitely a, uh, you know, kind of choppy, but but the overall effect uh, was our volumes were down significantly, and you know you mentioned you know being the hub of, of American Airlines is a, is a generally a great great blessing for us. Uh, but in this case, you know, in, in 2019, our uh, belly, uh, you know, passenger bellies carried about a quarter of, of our tonnage uh, in, in early uh, 2020, kind of the April, May time frame is, you know, kind of the, the, the depths of the pandemic here uh, that dropped uh, by half. So we were, you know, about 12% of our capacity was carried in the belly. So all that belly capacity coming out, you know, was, was difficult uh, for us. Uh, we did see a rebound in the second half. Uh, the second half was was quite different. Uh, we got we gained about half of that back uh, in kind of the second half of 2020, and we've seen continued recovery uh, into 2021 as, as some of the international wide body uh, service is coming back online and, and putting those bellies back in place. 
John, give us a sense of the growth in cargo throughput at uh, DFW Airport in the first half of 21. I, I believe you have the numbers for the first six months of 2021. And what's the kind of rate of growth that you have seen over the last six months of 2021? Sure. I mean, so in, in, the, in the first half of, of 21, we carried just shy of uh, 500,000 tons. And I, and I know you're, uh, you're a precision man. So uh, 484,448 uh, US tons uh, to be exact. And that was up a little over 15% from the same period in 2020. Uh, you know, so we saw a very sharp rebound uh, in, in the first half of 2021. And we expect that to continue uh, as, as, you know, as the year goes on. And for 2020, you have the overall cargo throughput for 2020. And uh, how did actually match with the 2019? Of course, that's absolutely not a comparison. But uh, what, what, does, right. what are the numbers for 2020? We, we were down in, in 2020, we carried 872,000 uh, U.S. tons. That was down about 11% uh, from 2019. As, as you had mentioned, in 2019, uh, we had hoped to uh, hit 1 million uh, tons. That was, you know, we were very excited to hit a million. And we, we came in just shy of that at 984,000, actually rounding up 985,000 tons. So, uh, and again, the you know primary driver there, we just, uh, in, in April and May in particular, that the long haul passenger bellies were virtually non-existent. Uh, so, you know, with that capacity out, it was really difficult to, to hit the numbers that we'd seen previously. But but after we got through April and May, uh, you know, we got the, you know, passenger freighters uh, and charters, you know, the, the cargo market rapidly got themselves, you know, reorganized, as, as you know, uh, around the world and, and did a great job of, of being innovative uh, and I think ingenious in some ways. And so once that capacity started coming back into the market, we saw our numbers begin to recover. John, uh, dwell a little more on the mix of cargo and the belly cargo that predominantly come from American and the other airlines uh, and integrators and all cargo carriers, freighter operations. Uh, where do you see the dip as well as the uh, the climb in terms of the cargo volume in, in 2020 and 2021 first half? So it's a... Uh, Multi-part question there. So on the integrator side, you know, the integrator volumes, uh, you know, have, have been strong uh, throughout this. So our integrators have, have really uh, done well. And we, we've seen actually increases uh, in integrators. You know, as I mentioned, uh, you know, as, as the wide body networks, you know, begin to come back online, uh, you know, as, as American, uh, you know, rebuilds its uh, long haul wide body network and our other, uh, you know, kind of foreign flag carriers uh, do so as well. We expect that to come back uh, soon. We, we see the demand. I mean, j just like everywhere, the demand is there. There's just not enough capacity uh, to move uh, to move the cargo uh, that we're seeing. But we've had, uh, you know, we, we've got wide body operations, you know, uh, JAL is flying, uh, Emirates is flying, Korean is flying, you know, British, Qatar, Lufthansa are all flying. So, so that's really helping us out now. And we just uh, told our board yesterday that uh, Turkish Airlines uh, will actually start flying to uh, to DFW from Istanbul in late September. And that's going to, you know, Turkish, obviously, uh, well known for their for their cargo business, uh, very strong cargo carrier. Uh, so we expect that to, to benefit us as well. So uh, we're seeing, you know, again, a, a good recovery. And at this point, we expect our, our calendar year, calendar year 21 to be slightly better than 19, you know, up uh, probably one or 2% uh, from 19. But what we've seen since March of this year 
is about a four and a half to five percent increase over 19. So again, the the, the acceleration and the, the growth and demand you know remains positive. Uh, and we think that you know if these trends continue, we should finish uh, 2021 uh, slightly ahead of, of 2019. And, and we once again are, are we have our eyes set on one million tons and think we have a good chance of getting there. I think with the with, with the numbers already there for the first half of 2021, I think you are most likely to touch the one million. Uh, one million ton mark. Well, I, I I very much hope you are right, and uh, but yeah, we we really we're we're hopeful. We we worked really hard at it. Again, the, the community. Um, you know, I, I didn't mention in the the depths of the you know the pandemic. One of the things we did. I mean, things were changing so so quickly. You know, both with you know demand for for capacity uh, was changing quickly. The rules were changing quickly, you know, the regulatory regime, so many things. Uh, we established weekly community-wide, you know, DFW cargo community-wide calls uh, that were led by our cargo team. And, and we really, we got excellent feedback from our partners who felt that that increased communications and just getting everybody on the on the same call once a week to exchange information and share best practices and talk about what was working and what wasn't. We really think that helped benefit, you know, benefit the airport and the region, but most importantly benefited our cargo community. So it's it's not a, it's in some ways we benefited by you know the cargo industry you know kind of getting back on its feet and 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 restructuring reorganizing so we benefited like everybody else but we've also done a lot of things on our own uh, that were very focused efforts to to help our cargo partners and and you know we're we're proud of of those efforts and and we've seen some results how do you look at the current supply demand mismatch we are already into about 17 months into the pandemic things seems to be really tough all around this uh, and the air freight market do you have any estimate as when there will be an equilibrium in the market in terms of a demand supply? You know, I, I, I honestly, I, I think I'd be guessing as, as much as everybody else. I do know, you know, the industry is, is working very hard to correct this imbalance. Uh, you know, the, you know, passenger freighter uh, conversions, uh, you know, are taking place. You know, obviously that's a, a relatively slow process, but I, I think over time, you know, that will help. But, you know, as the, the air cargo industry is bringing more capacity, you know, online as quickly as possible. It, it seems like, you know, not a day goes by where I, you know, uh, don't read about more congestion at the seaports, you know, which is driving more demand for air cargo. So it, it, it seems like the air cargo industry just, just can't catch up uh, because of problems in other uh, logistics and transportation and sectors. So it, it is fascinating. What we what we do believe is that in some ways we're seeing benefits. We've seen uh, partners that previously hadn't considered DFW are realizing that with the congestion and the concentration of the supply chain, it just a, a, a really a very small handful in, in the United States, uh, at least uh, with, with that concentration, they're realizing that's created a lot of problems and they see DFW as, as a logical alternative. Uh, we have, uh, you know, relative, you know, we have uh, uncongested roads, we have uncongested airspace, we have uncongested uh, uh, tarmacs. Uh, so we believe that DFW will benefit from some of the challenges, uh, just the volume challenges that will be experienced, you know, elsewhere uh, in the United States. So we're actually very bullish on our future uh, for DFW, and, and we uh, think that the industry is, is starting to realize, you know, what an amazing opportunity they have to, to bring cargo into the U.S. through a, a, a gateway that is historically been underutilized. Congestion night uh, seaports are actually very common every year, and as we 
come closer to the Q4 of it, you actually see that a lot of uh, tendency for uh, sea freight or uh, sea cargo to move to, to, the, to the air freight mode. Do you expect something similar even in uh, Q4 or ahead of Q4 in this year? And if that is the case, uh, is DFW in a, in, a, in a better position to take much bigger volume of cargo? We, we do have significant capacity here. Again, some of our, you know, some of our competitors on the coast are, you know, out of capacity. And, you know, there's, you know, you, you know, you know, the stories as well as I do with, you know, freight stacking up on ramps and uh, companies, you know, leasing space off airport, because there's really no place to put all of the cargo that is backing up. Uh, we don't have that problem here. We have, we have outstanding infrastructure, as I mentioned before, we have a uh, on airport infrastructure, you know, I would argue uh, is is at the is is top notch. You know, for our industry, we have uh, we have space, uh, we have uh, we have facilities, both uh, you know, kind of uh, ramp facilities. We have uh, cargo uh, warehousing facilities. You know, we we have the space uh, to process cargo here that that others right now do not. So again, we think there are significant opportunities here. Uh, for for the industry and, and for DFW. You know, cargo only passenger flights or what we call is we have termed itself as a freighters, uh, something that we we have seen it in the in the COVID pandemic period. Uh, first of all, how did you deal with that uh, in your in your airport? And uh, FAA has allowed it to be uh, that airlines are allowed to operate till the end of this year. We don't know it could it could even be extended maybe next year. How significant that and uh, how did you manage uh, these cargo only? Uh, passenger flights. You know, it, it's interesting. So we, we did see a lot of the, the cargo only passenger flight of the, the Praetors as, as, as you termed it. Uh, and we also saw a rise in uh, freighter charters as well. Uh, for the Praetors, it's interesting. We really, it, it's it's really no different to the airport. As a matter of fact, uh, sometimes it's hard for us to distinguish between a passenger freighter and a, a regular passenger uh, flight. But it, so it's really no different on the, on the handling side. The uh, yeah, so it, it, it really has not has not posed a problem for us. And American uh, Airlines, who, as you mentioned earlier, is you know our biggest uh, carrier here, and you know, it's, and, and where DFW is our largest hub, they made the decision not to carry the freight on the passenger uh, deck on on the you know on the on the upper deck. Uh, so you know they, they made that as a business decision for their airline. Others made different choices, so that made it even more uh, you know more like a freighter. It, it wasn't really different for us, so we didn't experience any challenges. Uh, handling handling those flights. John, tell us about your cargo expansion plan at uh, DFW to develop facilities and infrastructure to process increasing express and e-commerce cargo volumes. Uh, tell us what what is the status of that? Something that had been announced uh, uh, sometime last year. Yeah, so we you know pre-pandemic we had plans to make a significant expansion to our to our cargo capacity and our cargo infrastructure. And we did not waver on that during the pandemic. You know, we view the pandemic as is obviously a serious challenge, you know, for DFW Airport and, and for our industry and, and for our partners. But we also viewed it as a as a short-term challenge and that, that we believe that the the long-term strength of the the cargo uh, business in general, and, and and more specifically at DFW, leads us to be very confident in investing in, in our future for cargo. And what we've done, uh, we actually uh, are going to start. Uh, we've been doing uh, environmental abatement of some old cargo buildings uh, that uh, the airport controls now. Uh, that's been going on for the first part of this year. Uh, and next month, we're actually going to start uh, demolishing those buildings. Uh, and clearing space for a new building. And what we're doing, we've got a three-phase project 
And the first phase will start uh, late this year and it'll be at approximately 300,000 square feet of new warehouse space. And we'll have parking uh, for nine uh, category six aircraft. So that's the, just the first phase of a, of a three phase uh, expansion. And the, the second and third phase, you know, we'll evaluate, uh, you know, what, what the demand, you know, kind of our demand profile and decide when to bring those, those phases online. So we're, we're quite excited uh, about that. That'll be the, the first new cargo uh, facility that's been built at DFW in, in well over a decade. Uh, so we're, we're beyond excited about that. And we think the, the interest we've had from the market uh, so far has been phenomenal. We've actually had uh, several companies uh, contact us and uh, would like to take the entire building. Uh, so we're, we're working through right now what's best uh, for the cargo community as, as a whole at, at DFW, and of course, what's, what's best for the airport. So, so more on that to come, but so far, uh, tremendous interest uh, in, that, in that facility. Are these facilities specifically for any, any type of cargo, or is, is, that, is that going to be general cargo? Is that going to be e-commerce cargo or pharmaceutical? We haven't, we haven't decided yet. Uh, what we're doing, we have a, uh, a request uh, for information, uh, and we're, we're gathering information from the marketplace. We're going to be talking to some of the, the significant uh, players and deciding what works best. So uh, it'll depend on you know what's what's important to them for their business. And then as DFW, one of the things that that we feel is that. Our airport, like a lot of U.S. airports, doesn't have as much control over the cargo uh, business as, as we as we might wish. Uh, we by by operating these buildings ourselves and by constructing these new facilities, what we intend to do is curate the mix of tenants to make sure that we have the most efficient cargo. Uh, you know, ecosystem uh, as possible at DFW. So we're going to be very thoughtful and we're going to work with the cargo community to, to put the uses, you know, in that new facility and the subsequent facilities that they need and that they want uh, and, the, and the gaps that we have in our offering here. So we're going to, we're going to be very deliberate about what goes in there. Uh, and again, we're going to take the feedback from the industry and deliver what the industry wants. You've been very, very serious about the e-commerce cargo or the cargo originating coming through the e-commerce channels, uh, uh, and uh, you've made it very clear that you would you would really want to make DFW or position DFW as the entry point for U.S.-bound e-commerce uh, coming from Asia. This is not about the occasional chance of moving sea freight into into air freight, but then this is a strategic decision as to really position DFW as the entry point for U.S.-bound uh, e-commerce cargo. How serious is that uh, business proposal that you have and uh, what kind of volumes uh, would you be expecting in the coming years? I'll, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll take the first the first, uh, the first. first. Your, your last question first, uh, as far as volumes, you know, more than 90% of the uh, e-commerce, international e-commerce that's coming into the, to the U.S. is going into just uh, a couple of airports, uh, you know, right now, L.A., San Francisco, New York, Miami, Chicago. We think that there's a tremendous, you know, kind of white space, you know, open space in the center of the country where, where our airport happens to be located. Uh, we're also in the fastest growing uh, region of the country, uh, growing faster uh by far than, than any other region. So we think that the, the potential for e-commerce is, is, is virtually unlimited and the, and the market itself is growing so fast. So we're, we're very excited about the potential. As far as concrete movement towards that, uh, what we uh, have been working on is, to your point, international e-commerce. Uh, our Customs and Border Patrol uh, just awarded Donata and on Tomrak uh, CES, uh, Centralized Examination uh, Station. We believe that that is going to help open up e-commerce 
uh, at DFW International E-Commerce, again at DFW. And we're talking uh, with some uh, major uh, Chinese uh, companies uh, who are very keen uh, on our market and like we do, uh, see uh, an opportunity to, to bring these packages, uh, you know, these, these shipments into a part of the country that they never have before. And then instead of, you know, bringing things into the coast and pushing them inland, uh, they can bring things into the center of the country and push them out. Uh, and the companies that we're talking to believe that uh, this will solve some of their congestion problems uh, on the coasts. So we're we're again very very bullish on that, uh, and we expect to have e-commerce flowing uh, in just the next uh, couple of months uh, through this Donata facility. You know, you are also very serious about uh, your plans to create DFW as the gateway airport for intercontinental cargo flows uh, of key commodities like pharma, e-commerce. We have already discussed garments and high tech from Asia to South America, and uh, the reason why you keep visiting India is also like trying to create the trade lane and move uh, some of the important commodities. Uh, tell us what are some of the plans that you have and um, when do we see those trade lanes being uh, being created and uh, cargo start moving? So, yeah, it's all, it's, there's a lot there. So a couple of things. I'll, I'll start even kind of in our local catchment area. We, we estimate that, that about 50% of the cargo in our catchment area is actually leaking and, and being uh, transported to other gateways uh, and moving out of there. So, you know, the first thing, you know, we want to do is, is kind of look at a, look at our own house and look at our own backyard and our own region. Uh, so we've been out, uh, we've had uh, the team uh, all over this region, uh, all over, all over Texas and the surrounding region, uh, talking uh, to the decision makers there and uh, trying to explain them the benefits of, of DFW and how we could help save them time, time and money. Uh, and again, uh, and offer them an alternative that, that de-risk their business uh, uh, from the kind of the concentration on the coast. Uh, so we've been doing that. Uh, we've also uh, been out, you know, on the coast, uh, talking to, to people there and explaining the, the benefits of, of DFW. Uh, but we, we really view the, the, some of the products, our proximity to Mexico is a tremendous advantage for us. Uh, the, you know, the auto industry is well known for, you know, components, uh, you know, going back and forth across borders multiple times before they actually become an automobile. So the auto industry is continuing to boom in northern Mexico and we're the closest uh, major gateway there. So we think there's a tremendous upside for us uh, there as well. And then a lot of the, uh, again, uh, Mexico and in South America, a lot of the perishables uh, we're seeing, we're seeing flowers, we're seeing berries, we're seeing proteins and other things uh, being shipped to Asia as well. And we're an outstanding transshipment point for that. And actually uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, Qatar, it started a, a cargo flight uh, coming up out of South America and had been extraordinarily successful. We also had another carrier that had started a cargo flight and, and uh, due to things that had, you know, due to non DFW uh, issues had to cease that flight as well, but we have tremendous demand for cargo flowing northbound out of South America, uh, going to, you know, going to our catchment area and other points in the U.S., but as, as you pointed out, transiting on to Asia. Uh, so the demand is there and we're actively talking uh, to, uh, to freighter operators about adding service uh, out of South America. Uh, you mentioned India and that is something, uh, to your point, uh, we've, we've been spending quite a bit of time in India uh, over the uh, past years uh, and we're we're working on 
a trade lane for uh, pharmaceuticals. You know, we know, uh, you know, with the colleagues in, in Hyderabad, uh, colleagues in Mumbai uh, need to move these products to the U.S. Uh, and they're, they're actively seeking additional trade lanes there. So we've been working, uh, you know, with, uh, with the producers and then the shippers in India. Uh, we've been talking to forwarders and we've been talking to the, to the freighter operators and Trying to trying to put together a, a trade lane, uh, and again, we've been aided greatly by partners uh, at the at the Hyderabad airport and in Mumbai as well. So we're we're grateful to our colleagues in India who are working on their end of this as well. Are there any specific investment into pharma facilities? Because you also got the IITC certification. Uh, any any specific investment into pharma facilities at the DFW? Uh, three years uh, three years ago, we opened uh, a state of the art cool chain facility uh, operated uh, coincidentally by Donata. Uh, so. We have the the physical capability, as you mentioned, uh, we're, we're IATA uh, uh, CEIB uh, pharma uh, certified as a pharma community here. Uh, so we we have the capability to handle pharma. You know, as you know, these trade lanes are, are slow to shift, uh, and it's it's difficult uh, to to get these moves made. But we believe we've got the physical infrastructure in place uh, to handle uh, pharma. Uh, we just need to work on you know connecting the the dots uh, across across the trade lane. How important is that community initiative because you create this infrastructure you're not just the custodian of a real estate because it's a basically a, a very important marketing tool for, for an airport to attract very key important uh, global airlines. We, we think the community, uh, you know, the, the infrastructure is obviously important, but at the end of the day, you know, infrastructure doesn't move cargo, you know, people move cargo, you know, companies move cargo. Uh, so we, we think there's really nothing more important than, than our community working together. And as I mentioned, I think during the pandemic, uh, that those calls that we had were extraordinarily helpful. We got, we got phenomenal feedback from partners and all different types of companies on that and, and felt that it really strengthened the cargo community and helped us all get through it together. You know, this is a, you know, car, cargo is a team sport, the, the supply chain is is, is long, it's complicated. And as, as we've learned, any, any, any break in that chain really ruins that shipment for everybody. Every, everybody, you know, if, if, if one of us fails, we, we've all failed, you know, that shipper, you know, we've, we've, you know, we've had a, if we have a temperature excursion, you know, that, that vital medicine that's going to, to, to a, a family uh, isn't going to be effective. So, you know, we, we all have to work on this together. We have to work as a team and we all succeed as a team or fail as a team. So the community is something that we've worked really, really hard uh, and we have everything from, you know, kind of just, just frequent communications and, and the meetings to get everybody together and exchange ideas. We also uh, uh, launched uh, the, the Nalian uh, cargo data sharing uh, platform. Uh, we actually launched that shortly uh, shortly before the pandemic, and uh, we, we've relaunched it again. As, as obviously it was it was tough to do last year, uh, but we and we did that because that is going to provide a digital backbone for our community, uh, and the community will be more efficiently able to share data and information, and that'll make us stronger. That did the DFW cargo community too, and as you know, you know. 
Malian is uh, has their platform is in Brussels and, and other airports. And is is that grows, you know, our cargo data sharing platform, which is which is a cloud based uh, platform, will then connect to these other uh, airports, and we can build that network. And now, you know, the DFW cargo community is now connected to the Brussels cargo community, and, and you know, and the network grows. So we believe the community is 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 vitally important. It's, it's just as important as is delivering the proper physical infrastructure is having, I mentioned earlier, having the right companies at the airport, having, you know, having quality ground handling, you know, having the, having the forwarder community, you know, the trucking community, everybody has to work together. And of course, you know, the air, the, the, the freighter community, the airline community all have to work together uh, to, to move cargo. It's, it's just as simple as that. So this community is vitally important to us. John, it was, uh, it was great talking to you and uh, thank you so much for making time to talk to us uh, in Cargo Masterminds. Yeah, th- thank you so much. You know, I, I, hope, I hope you could see uh, we're, this is something we're really excited about. As you know, you know just a handful of years ago, we as, as an airport uh, were you know, really focused on passengers. Uh, we took the cargo business that turned up uh, and, and really uh, didn't, didn't think too much about it candidly. And uh, we uh, about five years ago, decided to get very serious about cargo. We realized how important the business was. We realized how many opportunities there were for the airport and, and for our region. Uh, and we created a strategy and we've worked really hard executing on that strategy. And what we're what we're seeing is that the industry has is, is, is taken notice. Uh, our volumes are growing. So, you know, the strategy is working. Uh, it's, it's a long, it's a long strategy and we're, and we're going to be at this, uh, you know, well, forever. I mean, this is, this is a very important business to us. So I uh, just would, would love uh, your viewers to, to know uh, how important cargo is to DFW, you know, how excited we are about it and how hard we work on cargo. And uh, we're, we're open for business and, and look forward to seeing, uh, seeing the industry in DFW. But, and again, thank you so much much for, for your time this morning. I'm sure that you and your team can actually take a lot of credit for what you have done in the last five years. Uh, and I think a lot of the other airports can actually look at uh, emulating or taking examples from of what happened in DFW and how important is cargo. A lot of people today understand the importance of cargo because of the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I think there's a lot of business opportunities that uh, that can be done uh, if we have uh, the right leadership and right team in, 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 in airports. That's actually an important point. I mean, we do think, you know, when when our passenger airline team would go out uh, and talk to people about starting passenger service to DFW, we would always take a cargo forecast and show them what they would get out of their belly. And and I think, you know, like 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 many airports, the the, the network analysts would they would politely take that data. We weren't really ever sure what they did with it because it was kind of a, you know, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll put that in their model. And you never really kind of understood if they really used it or not or really believed it or not. We have seen a market shift in airline network planners are very interested in cargo now and, and the contributions cargo is making. So, and I do think that is going to be a permanent shift. I, I think the industry, you know, both the airport industry, the airline industry has realized that the cargo is vitally important. Uh, it diversifies our business. It, it moves vital goods. So I think we're going to see people getting getting more serious uh, about cargo uh, in, in the coming years in, in, in all facets of the industry. And, uh, you know, you, you were very kind to, to compliment the DFW team on the work they've done on cargo. And I'm very proud of, of our team and, and we have worked really, really hard on it. But as I mentioned before, the DFW cargo community has also grown stronger over the last few years. And, and all of our cargo community partners have worked very hard on their capabilities uh, in, in growing in growing cargo at DFW. So 
again, it, it's back to the community. It's not a, it's not a DFW airport effort. You know, we're on, on we're, we're conveners uh, and instigators. I, I like to think on, on behalf of the cargo community, but you know, the community's success is our success and we're just grateful to be a part of it. Our CEO uh, is a big believer and big supporter in cargo. Our board uh, fully supports cargo. So to your point, having that uh, alignment at the top, the CEO, the board, and all of my colleagues on the executive team, everybody is pulling in the same direction on this. And it, it makes a tremendous difference. And, and again, that wasn't the case five years ago. And it wasn't because you know the team didn't care for cargo. It's because we really didn't think that much about it. But as we've learned more about it and seen the, the benefits uh, that we can deliver to the cargo community and the benefits the community, cargo community can deliver to the DFW community, you know, our region, uh, uh, more than half of our economic impact uh, that the airport has on the region is delivered by cargo. And that, that was actually something we did an economic impact study several years ago and found that it was over half of our impact was cargo. And that was a big eye opener for people. I didn't know that. Nobody, nobody at our airport do that. So that, that also showed us how important cargo is to the region, uh, you know, it delivers uh, tens of thousands of jobs to the region. Uh, it delivers, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, billions of dollars in economic impact. So cargo is super important and, it, and it's incredibly important to DFW. It's important to, to, to our board. Uh, my CEO asks me about it every week. We talk about cargo. So th this is really important. And, and you're right, uh, leadership alignment does does matter a great deal. And, and we, we are aligned here at DFW. Great, John. Uh, I hope that we can meet up soon. Uh, I don't know <laughs> when that will happen. But meanwhile, uh, take care and uh, all the very best uh, and hope to see you soon. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll hope to, hope to meet in person soon. That was John Ackerman, Executive Vice President, Global Strategy and Development at DFW International Airport. That's it from us at Stat Media Group. We bring Cargo Masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back on next Monday for a fresh episode. Have a nice day.